Welcome to 2717. Welcome back to 2717 where iron sharpens iron as one man and one woman strengthen one another. Um, we're glad you're here. Um, listen, we're doing this to change people's lives, to help people. Um, because you know what? Somebody was there to help me and uh, and in maybe a different way uh, than somebody was there to help me. We can do it through YouTube, through these videos. We can help one another, and um, that's what life's all about. Listen, my name's uh, Merritt Vaughn, and, um, you know, what, what I'm teaching today, it's going to be interesting. I, I was sent four questions, and uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to, to answer these questions and uh uh, it may be a question you had on your mind, maybe a question that you've been asking yourself. So I'm going to do my best to answer. Well, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to answer the four questions based on my life experience and based on my wisdom. Um, you know, I'm not teaching out of a book. I'm not teaching out of theory. I'm teaching practically the things in my life that I've done uh, up to this point to um, overcome the challenges and obstacles that I've had in my life, and I've had plenty, and to achieve the level of success that I've achieved in my life. And I'm not trying to portray myself to be the most successful guy out there, um, but I do have some success, success in marriage, success in family, business, um, you know, my spiritual walk, um, friendships. There, there's some places I think are, uh, I'm, um, I'm doing okay. So uh, hopefully I can pass along a little bit of wisdom to you today. And well, let's get going. Okay, here we go. Um, the first question I was asked, and uh, I, I love the question. It says, if I lost everything, like all my businesses, all my assets, who would I call and why? You know what? By the way, thank you for asking me this question because uh, it made me think. I had to sit down and I thought, well, who would I call? Right? Who would I call? So, um, I would go first and foremost, I would go to prayer. Um, I would go to God's word and I would remember some of the scripture and some of the things that God has spoken into my life. Uh, and, um, in other words, in who I am and, all, you know, God and his word has been my source of wisdom most of my adult life, everything, ever since I got saved. Uh, in 1992 and um, so here's a few of the things I've put down on my list greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength he's a lamp unto my feet and light unto my path my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and his glory commit your ways to the Lord trust in him and he will bring it to pass he will never leave me nor forsake me. He has never left me, and why would he choose now? You know, sometimes you just need to be reminded of God's truth and not walk in fear and not be paralyzed and not panic, which is our um, fleshly reaction that, that can and will happen. Stand on God's word, walk in faith. Um, God's never left me. I've been through some very challenging times. Uh, I've been through times that I couldn't sleep at night. He's never left me, he's never forsaken me. One of the questions I ask myself, when I get into those moments, right, we all have them, why would he choose now? Why would he choose now to forsake me? And the answer is he won't, he won't. So who, who are the guys 
who are the people that I would call? I would call my wise counsel. I'm not going to use last names because it's really not important. But here's a few of the people I would call. I'd call my friend Jimmy. I'd call my mentor, my um, spiritual father, Larry, my dear friend, Wade and Jay, another dear friend, Lloyd, um, business partner, Mike, dear, dear friend, Steve, dear friend, Curtis, John, and then um, I'll unpack who this person is, but a person I call Pop in my life. Um, these men, here's the deal, they're battle-tested. They've been through their own trials and their own tribulations. Listen, some of them are going through tough stuff right now as we speak. But here's, here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for wise, faithful men that have the fruit on their tree. In other words, they're battle-tested. They've been through it. And they love me. And so those are the men that I'm looking for to lean on. There's three other groups that I would reach out to, and that is what I call my professional wise counsel. Uh, I have some very close bankers that I've done a lot of business with. I would reach out to them. I've got a handful of attorneys. I would reach out to them. And I've got some accountants. I would reach out to them. And, you know, I think it's important that um, that we do have people that we can reach out to, that we do have wise counsel. I think it is vitally important that we remember who we are, whose we are, and that we have our, our, our scriptures and our pastors and, and our faith to lean back on. But it's a great question. And by the way, uh, for the person that, that sent that question in, thank you. Uh, you made me think through that. And now I've got my list. Um, Obviously, I unpacked this. I would have figured that out, but um, it's a great question. So, number two question was, if I could travel back in time 15 years ago, what would I say to myself? By the way, what, a, what, a, what another great question to ask. Um, this may be a little bit simpler answer, maybe a little bit shorter answer. Um, but the first thing I would say to myself is stay focused on growing me and stay focused always on helping others. You know, you can't give what you don't have. You, you know, if I'm an empty vessel, right? If I don't, or if, if I've stopped growing, I don't know if you've ever really looked back at how you used to think, who you were, what type of leader you were a handful of years ago, much less 15. 15's an eternity, right? I mean, 15's a, a lot. I mean, I, I actually thought about me 15 years ago and I thought wow I mean have I come a long way um, so have you by the way if we have continued to grow right so um, you know I would tell myself to memorize more scripture right because when the enemy comes uh, what did Jesus do when the enemy tested him he quoted scripture every time it's been written, it has been written, it has been written. That was how he combated the devil himself. I would read more books specific to uh, areas in my life that I'm trying to grow. Um, and I would seek out counseling and coaching, professional counseling and coaching even earlier. Now, I started that not too many years 
probably when I 12, 11 years ago, I started down that road. But I would have started 15. I would have started even earlier than that. But the question was 15 years ago, I would say go get a coach, go get a professional counselor, um, and start down that path. Um, because for us, it, look, this is what this is what my coach told me just two weeks ago. That if um, if you do, if you're trying to get to the mountaintop, you're not going to get there by accident, right? You and I can wander around the valley, um, right, with without any sense of direction and purpose. Wandering comes natural. To get to the mountaintop, to get all the way to the mountaintop, that's an intentional life. You will not get to your calling, your destiny, what God has created you to do without living a life of purpose and focus and intent. So I would tell myself, get focused, get laser focused and walk intentionally with coaching, with help, with a lot of scripture in your memory banks, with a lot of um, books and materials specific to what you're trying to accomplish um, fresh on your mind and fresh in your heart. Okay, third question was, what inspires me to continue to grow through adversity? The first thought when uh, this question came is, adversity comes to us all. I, I wish it wouldn't come to you, and I mean that. I, I, um, it breaks my heart when adversity comes to people uh, because I know how hard it is on people. But adversity is going to come. And um, one, one piece of advice that I would give you that I have to remind myself of all the time is we're going to go through tough times. But here's some things specific that I would say. Sometimes adversity comes because of bad decisions that I've made. I made a wrong choice, right? I went down the wrong path. Maybe... Maybe it was a moral failure. Maybe it was just a, 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 a tactical mistake. Maybe it was a lack of seeking wise counsel. It could be a multitude of reasons, but I put myself there. Now, if I'm in that place, one of the things, again, this is through coaching. I didn't dream all this stuff up. I've had coaches teach me this. The first thing I ask is, what did I do to create this? What did I do? You know, the world is pointing the fingers out and saying, I'm a victim. I don't deserve this. You know, woe is me. My coach has taught me to say, what did I do to put myself in this position? I examine myself, and I believe this should always be the first thing that we do when we uh, are going through adversity. The number two thing, again, my coach taught me is what can I learn from this? And adversity is a great teacher when we allow it to be. Some trials come as a testing. In other words, it, it, it is meant to test us, to uh, um, help purify our thoughts, to help uh, you know, make sure that we're aligned correctly. Um, it's not meant to kill you, but it's meant to teach you. And um, I want to embrace this type of testing. I want to embrace this kind of adversity 
because it's part of the process. All of this is part of the process, but, but understand that sometimes there is a purpose. It's not that you put yourself there, but there's a purpose in this testing. And as one of my spiritual mentors, Larry, Pastor Larry, that I mentioned earlier, has said to me many times, Merritt, you're in a test. Pass the test. So one of the things I'm gonna to say to you right now, if you're in a test, pass the test. The third thought I have when it comes to adversity, and I'm gonna kind of repeat myself a little bit, is adversity comes to all of us. Sometimes life is tough. In these moments I pray and I just ask God for, I thank him for his mercy and grace. Um, I thank God for Pam, because she's a constant place of support. Um, I thank God for my inner circle who helps me uh, walk through these times and keep my head on straight. And I made a many, uh, decision many years ago uh, when I was really, really down. Um, life, because I put myself there, had hit me real hard and I was really down. And I made a decision in that moment. I'm not giving up. Can I encourage you today? Don't give up, no matter where you are. Let me be a place of encouragement to you. Don't give up. The sun's gonna come up tomorrow. Better days are ahead. Don't give up. Keep on going. You can do it. Two more points on this question. The next one is the power of a pre-made decision. The power of a pre-made decision. Quitting isn't an option. God never left me and he never will. I will persevere. I will have victory. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. This is true for me and it's true for you. We're all gonna go through adversity. Okay, it's part of it. Examine yourself, look at, go through the process, trust the process, pass the test. God's never left you, he's never gonna forsake you, okay? Hope you're not in the middle of adversity, but if you are, you'll get through it. The last question I've got is, do you have dreams or ambitions outside of business and finance? And the answer to that is yes. Business and, and finance are actually byproducts of who I am and what I'm about, okay? They're, they're, not, they're not the purpose. Now, they're part of the plan, but they're not, I don't know if that makes any sense. They're not the reason. They're a byproduct of the reason. So what are things that are deeply important to me outside of finance and business? One is being a pastor and an elder at my church. Um, God put me on this earth to help people, and uh, the primary way I do that is through faith. So being a pastor and elder, big deal. My next highest calling is being a great husband of Pam. Enough said. Next to that is being a great father to my children. A great papa to my grandchildren. My friends are incredibly important to me. Um, to be an amazing friend, a trusted friend, faithful friend. The next one is to help my key leaders in my business, help them achieve their dreams. It's more important to me to help them achieve their dreams and be successful than it is for me to be successful. Um, when I finally figured that out, man, everything flowed in my life so much better, so much, so much, so much more rewarding of a life. Um, for all of you that are called to business, that are men and women of faith, 
we were put on this earth to, to finance the, uh, the kingdom, to finance churches and ministries because they don't, they don't make money. We do. So one of the callings on my life outside of business is to finance the kingdom. And last and certainly not, not least is to see 2717 impact the world with God's truth and to help people achieve everything God created them to be. You know, I don't know if any of these four questions are exactly what's on your mind and what's on your heart right now, but maybe in some way you there's a little nugget that may help you a little bit further down the road. Every single thing that's, that I told you today, I have lived, I have walked through. It's all my personal experience and it's all my testimony. And I encourage you to get coaching and I hope this is one place that you are getting coached. But I didn't get here by myself. So 2717, iron sharpens iron as one man and one woman strengthens another. Hey, if this is ministering to you, if it's helping you, hit the like button, hit the share button. Uh, we want to grow this. We want to help more people. And, uh, you know, God bless you. And uh, God bless you in your journey to become everything God's created you to be. See you next time.